You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul, episode 120. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, episode 120. I swear, it just never ceases to amaze me how excited I get when I hit record on my headset and I go at these podcasts, let alone at number 120. And I think it's my childlike enthusiasm to just continue to learn and share and grow and be a part of what you all are doing. Um, I've been getting some amazing messages. Uh, I did just officially bring on another member to Team Jesse, so I officially (laughs) have an assistant who's helping me with some of my, well, it's been a little rough going transitioning from being a part of every single thing into letting other people (laughs) answer emails and respond to messages on my social media. Uh, I can't always promise her that I'm going to gratefully just slide things over, but at the same time, I realize that uh, it's it's the only way to, to be able to keep up. And uh, so we're going to be getting a schedule together when messages get answered. It's a whole process. But I say all of this because um, it's been phenomenal for me to watch everything grow. And by no means do I even begin to think that I have I, I have not even begun to reach the people that I will reach. And this is still, I consider this still just in the early stages. Um, episode 120 is nothing compared to what episode 500 is going to be like. So wrap your head around that. That's 380 weeks away. (laughs) Six years, guys. If you didn't do the quick math, I will be coming up on a decade sober by the time we get to episode 500. So today we're going to talk about the winning formula because next week me and Danny C. Muniz and Carissa Moreno, and we have been putting this together for this entire year, well, well into six months now, we have been preparing for this five-day challenge that will that will then lead into the Happy Mind Lab, which is really the extensive project that we started to build. And we decided, let's come up with a way for people to really step into what it is that we teach and get a taster of it and give them actionable steps, things that they can apply and evaluate and then reapply into their lives so they can actually start to make change. And are you someone who is ready to push through self-sabotage are you, re- are you somebody who's ready to really take the reins of your life and start to make change happen? Then this is going to be a five-day challenge you do not want to miss. And when I say you don't want to miss this, I'm being straight up serious. First of all, it's a complimentary five-day challenge. I'm not throwing out the word free because people don't value free things. Let me give you something for free and let's see how fast it ends up in your junk drawer. This isn't shelf help. This is actionable stuff that you can be getting to start doing on day one. And by day five, you will see change in your life. You will have actionable steps to take to start applying. Are you a kind of person who says you can't without even trying? You spend a lot of time convincing yourself that, that things are just fine. And no matter what it is, things don't get better. And the one thing you really need to change is the one thing you're most afraid to let go of. <clears throat> Sound like addiction, folks? Are you around people who are just stuck in their old ways while you are seeking empowerment and escalation of your life? Do you, do you self-sabotage by sleeping in late even though you have a ton of stuff to do because you're really just overwhelmed by your to-do list? 
letting guilt and shame control the decisions that you make from day to day, getting stressed out about things that you're not even in control of, gossiping about others when they aren't around, being cynical or pessimistic, rejecting other people's behaviors when when your behaviors aren't even aligned, letting conflict spiral down your relationships rather than talking through them, right? How many of us have ignored a problem and and hoping it would blow over, but it doesn't blow over. It just, it stays there. It just, it just starts to erode the foundation of our relationships. And how many of us are allowing expectations, which are the leading cause of frustration and disappointments to literally ruin moments that could be amazing. Here's the thing. And I talked about this tonight in my mastermind. And if you've ever wanted to really begin to experience life at a whole nother level, then jump over to to Instagram, DM me, and let me know that you'd like to know more about the mastermind. Because the things I teach in this six-week course will literally change everything about the way you see your life, the way you see other lives, and the way you experience the world around you. And this is no joke. I've got testimonials to prove it. And one of the things that we talked about today was that uh, children aren't resilient. Whoever said that children are resilient is wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. And I know, I know I'm the person who goes around saying, we do not seek to judge right or wrong. We seek to understand. So seek to understand this. If you think children are resilient, you're wrong. I'm not judging right or wrong. I'm telling you, you're wrong. And how do I know this? How many effed up adults do you see around you? That's the children that people said were resilient. And here's the thing. No matter how much you think other people have it together, there is chaos going on in their mind. Even me, Mr. Read freaking book after book and listen to podcasts and then take notes and then turn them into podcasts and then turn them into PDFs that I turn into to, uh, things that I send out to people who are on my email list or I send out to people on my tribe or things that I talk about. Even me, I am constantly adding resources and I still find myself gripped by the human experience. The human experience is strong. We don't break through it, right? It's a, I said this the other day, I think in my, in my uh, Wise Mind Empowerment online course group training class, that it's like I got 99 problems and what was it? And I'll, I got 99 problems and it never gets down to one. No matter what problems you solve, other problems just fill its space. And I know that we are reshifting the way we see problems as solution opportunities. But I don't think that I don't think the song would have sounded the same if it was like, I got 99 solutions, but my bitch ain't one. I don't think, I don't think that I got 99 solution opportunities, but my bitch ain't one. I don't know if that would have had the same impact. I don't know if Jay-Z would have sold like a million copies of that. And I don't think it would be hilarious, as hilarious to reference it if it was, I got 99 solution opportunities and I'll never be down to one. I just don't. I don't. So we're going to run with the word problem just for a quick moment, right? That as soon as you you solution opportunity yourself through another perceived problem, then something else just takes its place. It's just part of the human experience. Again, we're not judging right or wrong around that. We're just simply saying the human experience is vast. It's infinite. We're always experiencing something new and amazing. And with that are going to come different issues that we have to then solve. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's part of it. But saying that children are resilient is so misleading because 
children aren't. They don't know how to make meaning out of the things that they're experiencing. They blame themselves, no matter how much adults try to come in and fit, clear up the mess. There's, there's a lack of communication happening with children because there's a lack of communication happening with adults. And at 53 months sober and 45 years of age, I see this lack of communication with adults affecting their relationships in so many different ways. And that inevitably will lead to being rubbed off on children. Children will, it, it will see it and they'll, they'll, they'll imbibe it. They'll imbue it. They'll, they'll begin to mirror and match it. And it's just, it's just the way that it works. And here's the thing. Just because it's not your child doesn't mean they're not paying attention to you. Just because we may not necessarily believe that it takes a village to raise a child anymore, it still does. And some people still very much latch onto that. And they realize that the village is now just no longer people in your neighborhood or next door to you, but it's your teachers or your, it's your preacher. Or it's, the, it's the way that the dentist or the, the doctor talks to your child. It's all of these different people because they're seen as authority figures. And children take authority figures, whether they act like it or not, to heart. And they're paying attention to what they do. Hell, they're paying attention to what anyone does around them because they're seeking to make meaning out of everything. And then what ends up happening is that the meaning that they're making isn't necessarily reflective of what's actually happening. They get older and now they've got all these limiting stories that they've accumulated throughout their life. These stories they tell themselves about what they can or cannot achieve or believe or, or have an opinion about or value. And then that becomes this, this messed up, chaotic, over-hormoned teenager who turns to uh, addiction and, and addictive substances in order to alleviate the chaotic stress that's happening in their mind. And before you know it, they find themselves as an adult who still hasn't figured out how to do adulting 101. And no matter how rich someone is, no matter how much you think they have it together, they've got some solution opportunities they still have yet to seize. So what can we do to work around that? Yes, the winning formula is going to absolutely give you tools. It's going to absolutely lead you to being the kind of person that's impeccable with their word, that knows how to prepare, that knows how to see self-sabotage for what it is. It's just limiting stories that you're telling yourself to allow yourself to be held back. I, I am full of how you can communicate better strategies. I know how to chunk down the most complicated projects and make them so simple that every day you just seem to effortlessly flow from one task to the next until 90 days, 120 days, six months, six years later, you have accomplished what you want. Customizing strategies and coming up with things off the top of my head is like my, it's my wheelhouse. Right When I decided back in February that I was going to release 35 pounds back into the universe, no big deal. I just started to experiment with what would happen. And even in April, I was still only in like, maybe it only lost 10, 10 of those, released only 10 of those. The change work I put myself through from the middle of April till yesterday on my birthday was insane, was insane. Wait till I post these pictures on Instagram and I won't, or social media anywhere really. And it won't be to brag. This is not something to brag about. That's not the way I do it. That's not the way I roll. What it is, is to show you guys that with discipline and, and, and commitment, you can achieve anything that you prioritize. Everything you want to achieve is on the other side of discipline. And at the heart of discipline is being able to release instant gratification. 
And when we talk about things that you self-sabotage, when we talk about the way that you hold yourself back from having the life you've always desired, whether this is an addiction recovery, sobriety, sober curiosity, hell, if you're just seeped, if you're so steeped in addiction, that there is no chance in hell you're going to quit today. That's your life. I would love it if you joined me in the sobriety recovery world, but I am not going to chastise you for still using. You will do you. Do I think that your life will be better if you were to release your addictions and step into a new, better, more empowered sense of self that is awaiting you? Absolutely. But am I going to chastise you for having a relapse or chastise you for still battling the demons within yourself that are going to allow you to step toward the light rather than into the shadows? No. What kind of dick would I be? I see things on on Instagram all the time. There's one guy... I think his name's Reaction Recovery. Super love the dude's content. He comes at this whole thing similarly, but very different. I just love reading his stuff because he even gets me to think and it turns into really awesome thoughts, which turns into really awesome conversations, which turns into more podcast content. It's really just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Every time I read something, it becomes content. Um, My brain just turns things into creative mode it just goes and it's like "Mm, how can I take this and this and this and this and before you know it I'm taking like 10 different things I've read from 10 different sources and it becomes an episode and then you have one of these like today where I've got show notes and I still feel like I'm rambling but my point is that when you start to look at do I have a point maybe I do maybe I don't that's for you to decide when we start to look at self-sabotage and really stepping into ourselves we there there are some very clear things that we can start to put our attention toward what is the strategies we're going to use, the template, the customizations, right? For me, I started off releasing weight by simply doing 10,000 steps a day, which led into Insanity Max 30, which led into, you know, really being all in on my nutrition strategy and weighing my food and putting it into my fitness pal. And then I, I dipped my toe in keto for a month. And then that really accelerated it. And then I stepped out of keto and just started really monitoring my carb and fat intake, but keeping protein at, at a very steady rate, but always keeping my calories at 1750. And I could sit here and rattle off the entire process that I did. But what's more important is the result that I achieved. By hitting my high school weight at 45, it didn't all of a sudden make me a better person than I was on June 14th, who still was a few pounds short of that goal. By hitting it on my birthday, it didn't immediately make me this amazing, empowered person. Statues weren't being built in my honor for releasing 35 pounds. It just showed me that what I coach and what I teach and how I run my life is actually replicatable. Because I've done it for myself now twice, and I've done it with other people. I think I've, I think right now I've got five clients that I'm helping with this, and I've got about another 20 that have already achieved it that are going on, and now they're living their best self, all from getting in control of their life by taking control of their bodies. And that was my very first year in sobriety and recovery. I got into the GYM. And I focused on on eating healthy and, and going to the gym five days a week and really being focused on that. And by once by getting in charge of my body, I got in charge of my mind, spent year two getting my mental acuity sharp. That's whenever I joined I joined NLP towards the end of year one. By the time I hit 
one year of sobriety, I'd already become a practitioner and was only a few weeks away from starting my master prac. That was phenomenal. Then I became a master of NLP and the sky has been the limit in my life ever since. So we can work on your strategies and your templates and your customizations to get you the results that you want. That's why the winning formula is so powerful. We go, we dive into things like the wheel of life. So you can really see, have some clarity around what it is you're achieving in life and where you could be putting a little bit more effort, right? Where is there a solution opportunity that's chilling in your blind spot that you're not even noticing? Are you being flexible when it comes to taking action and utilizing discipline? Are you being flexible whenever something comes up and you have to shift the time that you eat or shift the time that you work out or shift the time that you take your steps, right? What is going on in your life that is causing you to be held back? Let's figure out what part you play in this so that you can release it, right? Just like SMART goals talk about being specific and measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. There's a reason why people talk about this so much because it works. But how do we customize that to you? You have to be really clear about what it is that you want. Once you're clear about what it is that you want, you can tap into the why you want it. There are TED talks on why the wars on why the why, there are literally TED talks on why the why is important. Let me spit that out ten times fast. There are also TED talks on why the why is not important, and they title them different ways, but they basically get down to the same gist. Some people say it doesn't matter why you want it. the 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 fact is is that you have to be willing to put in the effort. But I say the why is exactly how you're able to put in the effort. I didn't want six-pack abs for vanity or for attention. I wanted the abdominal muscles. I wanted to hit this weight. I wanted to look in the mirror and see this body that I have been striving for for years, really, since I was in high school. I have finally achieved it at 45, and I did it so that I would internally know that I had the discipline and the commitment and the fortitude and the resolve to make a goal and then see it through to completion. See, I'm a firm believer that you only can control yourself and the things that you can control in your life are the things that should be getting the most attention. How do you control your relationships? You don't control somebody else. So it really comes down to how do you control yourself in the relationships? If somebody else gets emotionally triggered, are you able to respond rather than react and stay emotionally grounded? You can only control yourself in your relationships. You can't make somebody love you. You can do your best to show them that you love them, but you cannot expect that they're going to reciprocate it the way that you would approve or appreciate it to be. No matter how much they know about your love languages or your Myers-Briggs score or your sign or any of those other things, you cannot make them respond a certain way. You cannot make your career go a certain way when there's so many other people who play a part and what it is that you truly can achieve. No matter how much you bust your ass, it doesn't mean your boss is going to care. But when it comes to yourself and the things that you eat and the amount of effort you put into your body and the amount of time you put into learning new material and applying it, because remember, knowledge is empowered. It's the application of knowledge where the power lives. These are the things you can control because you can control yourself. You may not always be able to Keep those emotional upheavals from coming in and shaking everything up. But you absolutely can control how you handle the aftermath. 
And the winning formula is going to dive into giving you actionable steps in doing these things. What are your values? Are they disempowering? Are they empowering? Are they surface level and disempowering? Are they deep and empowering? We're going to show you how to figure that out. And we're going to show you what that really means so that you can get the results you want in your life. If you are seeking to accomplish things in life that are just surface level, then you're going to be able to justify to yourself why you're not seeing that goal through to the end. Why you aren't actually accomplishing it. Because when you make surface level commitments, then you have a surface level prioritization around them. But when you start to tap into that deeper why, when you really begin to rummage through your mind and figure out what it is that you want to accomplish and why you haven't been, and then you start to shift your language into a deep, more impactful, empowering state, then you tap into the, the, the values-driven current inside of yourself. And we will allow you to finally learn the formula that will, that will open your eyes to how you've been setting your priorities and how you've been utilizing your values. Because your values are those unconscious currents in your life that are, that are leading you to your destination. Until you can bring the unconscious conscious, you're going to keep walking through life calling it fate when it's really your own doing that is creating your world. And the winning formula has been positioned to offer you these opportunities to realign yourself, to realign your values so you can point yourself in the right direction. And when you start to sway from the intended path, you're able to better write your course and get yourself back following that North Star. What is your North Star? It's your values. And we're going to show you how to tap into those, realign them, and make sure they're getting you to the place you want to go. Then we're going to break things down based upon discipline and flexibility. Really harness that next smallest step mentality, right? The small next step is the next step that will lead you to where you want to go. Yes, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. We've all heard the quote that goes like that, right? You know, um, how do you get to Carnegie? Practice, practice, practice. I've climbed mountains. I have put myself through some very enduring shit in my day. I once ran 12 half marathons, 13, 13 half marathons in 13 months. And I did it just to see if I could do it. I ran them from December till the, the next January. And once I did, I was happy. People are like, you should run a marathon then. You should go to hell, is my response. I have since blown out both meniscus and both LCLs in my two knees. I have no intentions of ever running a marathon. I have done all I need to do there. Cross-country skiing, that's out too. I have no cartilage in my right shoulder. That sort of sucks. My joint's grinding on bone, but it is what it is. There are other ways I can push myself physically to prove to myself that I am maintaining a healthy body going into my 40s and going into my 50s. I want to be able to have a body in my 60s and 70s that still allows me to move around and be active. And small next steps every single day, when added up together, become this amazingness that I'll be able to experience in my 70s. A tree does not grow overnight. Neither do you. So how are you going to find your next small step? You're going to come join the winning formula. 
we're going to help you explore your curiosity and really get you to a satisfying conclusion for what those steps can be so you can maintain it. The best goals in life are those that can be self-initiated, self-sustained, and self-maintained. If you start picking out goals in your life that require other people to step up in in order for you to achieve them, then you leave yourself at the mercy of somebody else and their work ethic. And yes, when that comes to relationships in your career, that's often the case. And that's, you know, it is what it is. But when it comes to yourself, it's all about can you initiate it, sustain it, and maintain it through your own will and determination. And that's where your discipline and understanding how to release instant gratification comes into play. If you step into these things with a fixed, rigid mindset, then where are you exercising flexibility? How are you maintaining that growth mindset? How are you sustaining it over the long haul? These are the things that we're going to dive into because we see this as an issue with our clients. We see this as an issue with people on social media. We have uncovered it. We have broken it down into bite-sized little yummy, yummy goodness. And we are going to release all of that out into the universe starting next Monday. Now, if you're caught up with the show, then obviously you're knowing that it's Right now you're listening to this and it's about June 16th or 17th of 2021. If you're listening to this down the line, hop over to at From Sobriety to Recovery and check out my bio link and you'll see what five-day challenge or you'll see what programs I'm running. But right now, if you're if you're up to date and you're listening to this, go over there, click on the link for the winning formula registration, get yourself registered, and everything will show up to your inbox. Then day four. We're going to be jumping into overcoming hurdles, challenges, and blind spots and how to maintain flexibility. And then day five, we're really going to show you how to realize that you have achieved something. What is your convincer strategy? How do you know when you have achieved a goal? Have you really stepped into your awareness and said, who will be there? Where will I be? What will I have done? What do I need to, who do I need to be in order to achieve this? What do I need to do? in order to achieve this? What resources do I have or have I gathered in order to achieve this? Huge, huge questions you want to have answers to. And we will show you a very, very simplified way to create your own checklist so that you can figure these things out and you can move toward the light and step out of the shadows. Clearly, because I am so involved in the addiction recovery community, I helped build this based on my experience with y'all, right? I've talked to hundreds of you. I even had to bring on an assistant to help me with the workload. I have done you know, 120 episodes of the podcast. I've you know have got many a member in the tribe. Um, if you would like a spot in the tribe, raise your hand. Go over to at from sobriety recovery at Jesse Mogul. DM me. Let me know you'd like to set up a call. My assistant will reach out and she'll send you over my calendar and we'll see what we can achieve together. Right now, what is important is that you go over to the link and you dap on it. I'll put it in the po- the show notes too, which should be active for Podbean. You can hit up the winning formula. We'll walk through you these hurdles, time, money, energy, people, and we'll help you step into convincing, uh, figuring out your convincer strategy so you know that you've achieved your goal. Because so often we set a goal and we achieve it and we don't even stop to celebrate it. Like no matter how much I'm not happy 
with certain areas of my life at times. Whenever I want my business to be bigger, I want to be in the RV, I want to be traveling from addiction center to addiction center and to helping save lives and going to colleges and teaching about the the pitfalls of addiction and, and, and not paying attention to the habits you're creating and going into small businesses and showing them how to communicate better so that they can actually have a business that achieves what they what they set out to achieve and at the same time connects with their clients. Like I have all these different things I work toward and for and on. And it doesn't necessarily mean I'm always getting them um, where I want them to be every single day. But I, I do know what it feels like to have an accomplishment that once I hit it, it's like, great, what's next? And that is to the detriment of your unconscious and conscious mind. When you don't stop and take a breath and say, wow, no matter what I'm not happy about when it comes to my business, every day is the best day of my life because I wake up sober. And there's a reason why I finish every podcast off with that, because my worst day sober is better than my best day using. And no matter how frustrated I might get, and no matter how much the expectations of where I thought I would be at 53 months versus where I actually am, no matter what I allow Mr. Busy-Minded, Busy B. Jesse's brain to say to me, the version of me that's able to step back into my seat of awareness and say, look at all the things you've been able to accomplish that you would not even have seen, but that would not even have seen the light of day, let alone be dreamt of back when I was using. I am blessed for the life that I have created. And do I want more? Absolutely. Because I realize that I'm the one in charge of creating that in my life. Yes, when it comes to the business, uh, if more people want to listen to the podcast, I've got to let more people know there is a podcast. You can certainly help. Has this material helped you? Then tell somebody else about it. Send them over a link to your favorite episode. Don't keep this stuff hidden. Release it. Let them know. The best l- new listeners are the ones that come from already fo- uh, already loyal listeners, people already following the show. But if I want it to grow, I'm the one who has to go out there and introduce myself to people. I'm the one that has continued to push forward. And those are the things that I can control. The things that I can't control, then I do my best to be mindful of how I am reacting or responding. Preferably responding, but again, you know what I said about the human experience. It can grab us all by the tail once in a while. So by the time you're done with this five-day challenge, you are going to have a full breath of information and applicable steps that can start to lead you where you want to go. If you decide you want to be a part of the Happy Mind Lab afterwards, great. We'd love to have you. You're going to get to learn all about that next week. But for now, in order to just open your eyes and your mind and your ears to the possibility of the life that is waiting for you just on the other side of discipline, you need only click the link in the show notes or go over to Instagram Click on at From Sobriety Recovery, go to the bio link, and register for the winning formula. So I've given you a nice brief update of all this. And why? Why did I spend the whole episode 120 on this? Because honestly, I have put a tremendous amount of effort in it. And if there is one regret, and I like to say things like don't live in regret and release regret and whatever happened happened for a reason you know there's times where i say that kind of stuff and that's 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 right whatever you know whatever happens happens i don't believe in coincidences i believe that we create our own lives and so when i say whatever happens happens it's you know what right i created that and the first two years of this podcast the first 
Shit. I mean, oh, uh, no. By episode 100, I was talking about my coaching. But I'd say first 50, 60 episodes, I barely talked about the things I was creating, let alone invited people to be a part of it. Fear, judgment, shame, guilt, those usual human emotions were sitting there bouncing around in my head. And it caused me not to step into the fullest version of myself. And then I realized, how can I be coaching you guys on all of this stuff and then not following through on my own? So I said, you know what? Let's do it. And, you know, by middle of last year, I was like, that's it. It's time to start introducing people to what it is I can really do. And one of my commitments and promises I made to myself then was no longer will I be silent about the the things that I'm creating and releasing out into the universe. If you love this show, you're going to love the winning formula. If you're not listening to this in, in June of 2021, it doesn't matter. We are probably replaying this within the next month or two. And if not, then we have already, you know, moved and created something else that's 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 beyond and, and amazing and we don't even know what that is yet. And all of this is going to be available to you. Click over onto the Sobriety Recovery Instagram account, Jesse Mogul, and let's work on it together. Raise your hand and I'll call on you. Call on me, call on me, call on me, call on me. Okay, I'm slap happy. It's 1145. I've been working on stuff for like, (laughs) what, 18 hours? I skipped my workout today. I had so much to do. And I, I I stopped. I did stop to eat and walk the dog, eat some birthday cake, and watch Handmaid's Tale. So I did take two and a half hour break. So I did stop to breathe for a moment. That being said, the winning formula, it's out there. I believe I've covered a pretty good percentage. If you, Are you looking to release self-sabotage? Are you looking to step into your best version of yourself? Is there a a little bit of weight you'd like to release? Is there a relationship that you would like to make stronger, to recommit to, to bond toward? Would you like to be able to have more confidence at work? Would you like to really be able to step into the most empowered version of yourself so people literally are walking up to you and being like, I don't know what it is about you, but something has changed. If that is something that you have thought, then you can click the winning formula. Register now. Be a part of it. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to DM me. Like I said, my assistant will be more than happy to check it out. Send over a quick response. If it needs me, she will forward it to me. Um, Yeah, I'm not a bazillionaire by no means, but I did figure out a way to bring a assistant on. And now perhaps maybe I can breathe. Not tonight, but maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Every day is the best day of my life because I wake up sober. Shout out to sunshine. Glow on. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.